Welcome to Roundtable Radio. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, look for moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we talk about faith. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning. Welcome back to Roundtable Radio. It's good to be here. My hair's grown since I've been here last <laughs> So those of you who are just listening, you can imagine, it's only down to shoulder length. It's only down to shoulder You're so funny. Um, so we wanted to get you on here to talk about the trip you just led. We went on the Camino de Santiago. The Camino de Santiago. I have to tell you, I have to tell on myself, which is you walked up to me, I think last year and said, we're going to the Camino. And I was literally (laughs) like, oh, that sounds like a nice vacation with Virgil. (laughs) Having zero, zero clue what you were talking about. So my first question to you is, how how and when did you first hear about the, the Camino? Because it was new to me until you told me about it. You know, it has gained in popularity mm-hmm. over the last few years. In fact, 450,000 people walked it in 2023. Wow. And there are 10 different routes. So the, the Camino means the way. Yeah. And it's been around since around the 1100s. And it is it the, all of the routes mm-hmm. end up in Santiago de Compostela, okay, which is where Saint James is supposedly buried. Got There's it. a tomb for him there. In fact, people go and hug Saint James, and there. So it's there. There are lots of rituals okay. around this. Okay, but the idea is that people made this ancient pilgrimage, mm-hmm. and they still make this ancient pilgrimage, which is supposedly one of the three largest and most famous Christian pilgrimages, along with Jerusalem and Rome. Got it. And people walk it for all different reasons. Mm -hmm. People have walked it uh, in the early days. I talked about this in church on Sunday, where um, people would walk it so that they would get a dispensation from the church. Right. And... Or they would hire someone to go and walk it for them so that they could get a dispensation from the church. Right. Because we're talking about this was this was Spanish Catholic yes, church. Catholic, like Catholic, 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 yeah, Catholic. Yes. Um, so so some people do it for spiritual reasons. Other people do it to take a break from their lives, to kind of stop and be out in nature mm-hmm. and to think. Mm-hmm. Other people do it for health reasons. You know, you'll find any of a number of people and it was so interesting because some people along the way said, you know, the people that I've talked to who are from all over the world, mm. um, none of them are Catholics. And I oh, said, wow, but that's interesting. So it's gained popularity among people from all different backgrounds. Yeah. So we walked. And, and I actually have been following along this idea for probably a good five to ten years because c- colleagues of mine who have posted on Facebook – have taken sabbaticals to do it. Oh, cool! Yeah. So the the ancient the the oldest one, which mm-hmm. is the the Camino Frances, which okay. starts over in France and goes over the Pyrenees and in, is wow. five hundred miles. Wow, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. And they do that in anywhere from thirty to thirty five days sometimes. Wow, which is a lot. That of That seems fast. It's yeah, yeah. People are booking it. They're booking and it oftentimes all day. staying in hostels yeah. called auberges. Yeah. So that's kind of a little more uh, rudimentary than what we wanted to do. <laughs> uh, the, in order to get the 
certificate at the end. Uh-huh. You have to walk the, at least 100 miles of it. Okay. So we walked 105. I love the five, extra five. <laughs> well, that's because we started in Lyon, which you have to because the cathedral there is so amazing. Sure. And we walked to what is called the Iron Cross. Mm. And the Iron Cross is where people come. And if you've ever seen, I really commend to you The Way, which mm-hmm. is a movie with Martin Sheen yeah. and Emilio Estevez. And it it's the story, based on a true story, of... Um, the Walk of the Camino. Mm-hmm. And the Iron Cross is a place where, and I forgot the name of the town, excuse me, but um, people go and leave stones there. And they leave the stones there as a symbol of laying the burden down so that you can continue on in the Camino in a lighter manner. Oh, no, yeah. So it's the whole thing. I mean, I, I love this quote from Thomas Merton, which is, the geographic pilgrimage is the symbolic acting out of an inner journey. The inner journey is the interpolation of the meanings and signs of the outer pilgrimage. One can have one without the other, but it's best to have both. So it's an inner and outer journey. Yeah. I was really struck by the visual of the Iron Cross. So um, if you guys want to see some footage from it, I recommend you check out the worship service we published on the Roundtail Community Church YouTube channel um, from this past Sunday. And it you you. St- did you? St- I think you started the service there. It's it's been a hot minute since I edited yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But you you show and I how used to many message. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And you you see all the stones and just I mean the I mean pile. It's a big just piling up of of in people's burdens burdens in life and the stones in there. I thought it was really. Um, so striking. And all of that footage from that service and all of the pieces of that worship service for online was videotaped from the Camino. So definitely, except for the two amazing music pieces uh, yeah. <laughs> that were brought in. But so go and see that. That's from the November 12th worship service. Yeah, definitely check that out. It was, um, I remember when you were telling me you were going to do that. I like, I got chills. I was like, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> and I just love, it was so much fun to edit. It felt like, it you felt a like a job. real honor you to did do it. Job. I was like, they, they trust me with this precious <laughs> footage. I want to make it nice. <laughs> well, it was so funny because I'd be walking along in the rain. So much rain. Uh, so much rain. And I'd be like, okay, I got to get this B-roll for, for Leslie. <laughs> so I'd be like walking along. Yeah, bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to give the image of walking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be singing the song that was that Scott sang on the online version. Oh, really? Of, I want Jesus. I want Jesus <laughs> to walk with me. <laughs> nice. And I'd sing that along. Like, okay, so uh. what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? I want Jesus to walk with me. I think it's so beautiful how many people were commenting on like the different music, the different pieces of music they were singing in their in their head or out loud mm-hmm. on the Camino. That always really touched me. Well, when you are out, when I am out in nature, it's it may it opens up my heart, mm-hmm. right? And there were so many gorgeous vistas, Mm -hmm. whether it just be across farmland, whether it be in the muck of heavy rain in a forest, Mm -hmm. walking along, and it just, you can't help but sing. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I love that. You know, when we talk about um, hymnody and and sacred music it's to me it's really about giving people language Mm -hmm. and the music and finding you know giving them 
a, a library to pull from when they're in moments like that and they need a song that they have something available that well, fits it. And we know too, music oftentimes touches p- people in a deeper place than yeah, the spoken word. For sure. So yeah. And it also helps them remember. Well, that's true too. That's true. But it came literally every day, that hymn. Yeah. So knowing that that was going to be used, I just mm. thought, okay, so what does that mean? Yeah. The, this, it's a little, a little behind the scenes, but when I was going back to find that footage of Scott singing it, I have about six clips of it because he kept getting tripped up with something. I don't know. And it's not like a complicated language, but it was one of those ones sometimes recording is easy and sometimes it just takes a hot minute and that was one of the ones that takes a so I'm just laughing looking at like six clips of Scott going nope doing it again nope doing it again and, and that is a just perfect like, metaphor for the comedian it was right yeah. because you're walking along and trudging and you've got to watch your steps so mm-hmm. not, you know tripping up on something literally and metaphorically yeah yeah so, okay, so you went 105 miles. 105 miles. It rained every day but two. Oh, my gosh. And we're not talking like light rain. We're talking where we had to wear ponchos over our backpacks so yeah. that they were uh, – day packs. So we, we strong look. Our, 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 our other luggage was carried on to the next place where we were staying, That's which was nice. very important. Yeah. Um, and – we would, you know, it, taking care of your feet in mm. that is really important because I got blisters on one foot only. But, you know, so I've learned about compede. I've learned about uh, putting wool. I've learned about double socks. Double socks. <laughs> we love a double sock. And wool socks yes. and waterproof shoes. Sock and, liners. Yeah, you know, the whole thing. And gaiters over that so that the water doesn't see. I mean. Oh, geez. We're talk- and rain pants. Yeah. And I mean, so... <laughs> The, at the beginning, before I dropped a few pounds. Because <laughs> you want every had, day for 12 miles. The, the pants that I took were bright yellow. Yeah. <laughs> They're cool. I like <laughs> and then, then I fit into the black ones. <laughs> but people would say, I'm so glad you're wearing those, even though I looked like an Easter egg. No, you were Because great. people could see me from far away. And so they knew to, oh, there she is there up there. Or there she is back there or wherever I was. I love that. <laughs> You pretend you did it on purpose. <laughs> but the the quote that people kind of roll their eyes at me all about, but it's, it's one that I reflected on too, is however you are in this mm-hmm. is how you are in life. Mm-hmm. So what can you learn about yourself? Yeah. And that's, you know, who wants to be reflective, right? But, <laughs> but this is all about reflection. I mean, it's the point. Yeah. It seems, so yeah. the first thing I learned was... I carry too much. So the backpack that I took, I've, oh. I've been carrying for 40 years uh-huh. on international trips. In fact, when I put it up on Facebook, a picture of the backpack is an internal frame Kelty backpack. Um, I literally had someone from 1983 say, is that the backpack you took to <laughs> Japan? <laughs> and the pastor in Brazil that I visited in 1987, was that the backpack you came down here to Brazil with? I went, oh my God. Well, I mean, good for you. No wow. fast fashion for yeah, Shannon. So well done. But while I was carrying that probably like fifty pound pack around with me well, through the train stations and all this stuff, yes. everybody else was rolling their little suitcases along. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I carry way too much baggage, literally oh, and figuratively. Ooh. So it's like, what can I let go? Love it. I literally had to stop and rest mm. because it was so heavy. Wow. So th- that was the first thing I learned. I was like, okay, no, uh-huh. I need to let go of some stuff. Uh-huh. 
Another thing too is that I go into caregiving mode when I'm in stress. So, ah. you know, I was leading this trip, even though sure. thank goodness for our guides, Roberto and Hector, who were amazing with fresco tours. We took the kinder Camino, which means we walked between seven and 11 miles a day mm-hmm. um, and didn't move hotels every night. It's, mm-hmm. uh, fresco tours is extraordinary. Fantastic. And we kept hearing that along the way. Yeah. Um, and thanks to Lee Grant for letting us know about that. But um, I forget what I was. <laughs> you go into caregiving mode. Oh, yeah, I go into caregiving So it was like letting people, stepping back, mm-hmm. which didn't take a lot for me to do, actually, because I just wanted to walk and be focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. But stepping back and letting people have their own experience. Yeah. Right? Sure. So not making it easier for people or whatever and, or doing something that they needed to figure out for themselves. Yeah. So that was a good thing, too. I could see that being difficult because you, you – wanting to like curate an experience for people, but it's like that can get in the way of their experience. That must, that I can see that being really difficult. Yeah. And one of our members talked about in the online and in the in-person service about being stuck on a, uh, a few rocks that were put out in the middle of this very deep water. Yeah. And literally how she stopped and, and couldn't she was frozen? Yeah, she could not move forward. Yeah, and there were two different points. And at one point, um, I just said, "Okay, put your poles down," and then we just stood and waited. Yeah, and it was her. You could literally see her kind of stepping over the fear in her life mm. to go to the next step. But if I had done anything more, if I tried to make that easier, I, right, I wouldn't have had that effect. Right, mm-hmm. so step back. Let people experience what they need to experience. Yeah. But still walk along with people. So, I mean, I also knew that I needed to have this be my own Camino and not, right you know, because I, in preparation, I mean, I've always been a hill runner, so I run hills. And right. so going up the hills was not hard for me. Right. There were a lot of hills. Yeah. It was hard. It was, it was, yeah. it was a difficult terrain. Not, not rocky in the sense, but mm-hmm. just long, sustained uphills. Was it most, mostly on paths it seemed like? Yeah. yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah. on like road. No, walking. it was not on roads. No. Um, nice. A couple of times, you know, through little villages, very quaint villages. Yeah. I mean, like from sometimes the 7th century. I mean, wow. beautiful little places that you learned about the culture and that kind of thing. So that was always fun. Mm. But, you know, just the other thing too was encountering people from all over the world who were just, who would say Buen Camino, which is... <laughs> Good, good Camino yeah, or good, good, your good way, you yeah. know, going to good way. And, and the generosity of people who have hosted 450,000 people through their towns who would just say, Buen Camino, you know, yes, farmers or whatever who would be out and, you know. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's a lot. If you've ever lived in a tourist town, you're right. like, oh, for Right. <laughs> exactly. And yet it also helps them thrive. Sure. Right. Yeah. Keep, keep their time going. I was going to ask, was it crowded? So we were the last tour group that this tour company took. Oh, because, for the season. Yeah, because of the rain? Of, because of the rain. <laughs> in fact, one of the guides said in all of the years that he's done the Camino, yeah. this was the third most rainy. Wow. So that uh, we were like, oh, oh, <laughs> thank you. You're goody <laughs> for us. Um. Supposedly, they start back up in April. Okay. The best times, according to people, and who knows if with climate change, if that's going to shift. Sure. Because walking in 105 degrees is not 
optimal either in the summer. No bueno. May. Yeah, right. No bueno. <laughs> um, so April, May, and then September supposedly are the, Got it. the high ones. But then Got you're it. really walking with people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then right? It's like you're walking with a lot of people. Crowds. And if you're staying in those auberges, mm-hmm. you have to get up and start walking by six so that you can get ahead to get your reservation for that oh, night my at gosh. two o'clock. Holy moly. And before siesta starts. Yeah. <laughs> Important. <laughs> that was another thing. Oh, yeah. Eating lunch late and then having eight o'clock dinners, which I'm not accustomed to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, did it help with the time change? Though, because that would have been, yeah. But you get, you get used to it. I mean, get, we, yeah, we yeah, were there yeah. for two weeks. Sure. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm I'm an old person. <laughs> I eat dinner like at four thirty or five. <laughs> you, you and Mare Bear, it's fine. <laughs> well, it works for digestion for me. There you right? go. <laughs> That's I respect that. I know, I know. Intermittent <laughs> fasting. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. I mean, this, I gotta tell you, the time change, the, the daylight savings. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The sun sets, and I'm like, it's nine o'clock now, right? Yes. I look at the baby, I'm like, why are you still awake? It's so late. Oh, no, it's 4 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to wake up to darkness and go to bed in dark, you yeah. know, even just eat in darkness. Yeah. No, so yeah, I get that. So it's just, it's just a, so fascinating experience and we were hearing some reflections from our community members what now that you're well you've been back for a week and a half or so about a week and a couple of days yep so what has anything changed for you in terms of your experience of just life or something that you've kept with you yes so that's a good question I actually they say you're not done with your Camino until you get home. And, you know, we had travel issues on the front and the back end. Yeah. Um, I would say one of the things that I am keeping with me is in addition to needing and craving to be outdoors mm-hmm. is stopping mm-hmm. and letting myself feel whatever I need to feel. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know about you, but I can get so caught up in the pace of life that I just, and this is what I did on the Camino. I just trudge through, whether it's get up that hill, and then I don't pay attention to my body. I don't Mm -hmm. pay attention to all of the dynamics going on, Mm -hmm. and I miss out on Mm -hmm. the present moment. Mm -hmm. So even though I'm big into stopping and meditating and that kind of thing, I learned that on a deeper level, that Mm -hmm. there's something to stopping and focusing on one thing, having no agenda other than getting to where I need to get to Mm -hmm. and not having clutter in my brain and just like considering what else is there, right? Yeah. That's such a, it was such a gift to be able to have that for a sustained period of time. Yeah. Because it took us nine days of walking. Yeah. And, you know, some intermittent talking with people, I would stop, you know, and, and be with people and walk with people, but I let people have their own thing. We, we laughed before with the ribbons. So mm-hmm. we had been told by other groups that sometimes um, they were annoyed that people were talking to them. <laughs> so I gave everybody <laughs> ribbons and said, if you, if you don't want to talk to somebody, just put the ribbon on the back of your backpack right. and that's a signal. That didn't end up being an issue because people <laughs> would walk ahead if they wanted yeah. to be yeah. Out. Got it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just wondering if there's like, because I, I was easily picturing just like somebody just keeping the ribbon on the entire time. <laughs> I think 
if those people hadn't walked ahead, yeah. they might have. They would have. You <laughs> well, it was there if they needed it. Yeah, well, like my it's husband offered. is a therapist and he listens to people 12 hours a day. Mm-hmm. So he needed time to have his to not be talking. And so he was walking on else. ahead. Yes, he was, he was the first one out, out of the gate. Boom. Good for you. Yeah. Good for him. Yes, good, good for, for him. him. I'm glad he had that experience. Yeah. Would you, so there was a trip, what, four or five years ago now that was uh, to the Holy Land. There was this Camino trip. Do you think there'll be another trip in the future? Or I'm sure there will be. A pilgrimage or something. I'm sure there will be. I mean, there've already been people that have said that they want to do the Camino, whether it's with a group from Round Hill or mm-hmm. just on their own. Mm-hmm. They were their interest was peaked enough that they want to go do that. Who knows? I mean, uh, some people were suggesting things. We'll wait till that surface. (laughs) But I I love to travel and I love to be with people as they experience new things. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. I mean, when I was here before, we went to Nicaragua a couple of times for a work camp. Mm -hmm. We went down to, um, after Katrina and did some you know, rehabbing of houses mm-hmm. down both in Mississippi and later on into New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So who knows? I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. I love that that, you know, your title is Pastor of Spiritual Development. I love the yes. creativity you bring to that and all the different Thank things you. you bring. It's, super, it's multifaceted, it's right? Super it's super cool. It's, I, I love the title as well because it's it really allows me to explore whatever my gifts are to kind of share with other people. I love it because it's so far from my wheelhouse. (laughs) I just sit there. I'm like, she's so cool and creative doing all these fun things that I would have just not. Well, and I said the same thing about you. (laughs) So there, so So I could never do what you, I mean, good colleagues, both both the music and the digital stuff. (laughs) Holy camoly. Oh, you do great. So I'm I'm going to end us with a parting blessing that we had. So we, we ended up, um, in Santiago on All Saints Day, and we were hooked up Maybe. with a an Anglican, well, she's an Episcopal priest from the States, but she's Anglican there, who actually has a ministry with pilgrims. So cool. So I love it. St. Susanna's Church. Her name was Reverend Anna. And she used this in her service with us uh, that I'll read. God, guide your feet and minds today. May you travel safely and find companions on the way. God, be in your hands and hearts today when you wave goodbye and prepare to welcome others. God, be in your lives as you travel on and at your homecoming. God, be with you always, constant companion, guardian, friend, and guide. May God's blessing be ours on our pilgrim way all the nights and the days of our journeys home. Amen. Buen Camino. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. And thank you all so much for listening. Roundtable Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Roundtable Community Church. For more information, please visit roundtableradio.org.